welcome to Valley of the Sunset, a Vampire the Masquerade chronicle set in Phoenix, Arizona, and the outlying areas. And this is our third episode this evening, and I will be your storyteller. Uh, so we're going to begin our session with Shep. Uh, Shepard, you spent the previous evening uh, at the Hotel Bella Morte with your coterie uh, that you've been kind of loosely associated with for the past uh, year or so. <laughs> they don't seem, um, they don't pretty, seem too pretty... keen on Shep. <laughs> <laughs> They're perhaps a little intimidated. You know, maybe that's not such a bad thing. As they should be. <laughs> so, Shep, you, you went and spent your evening at the Hotel Bella Morte. Is there anything that you would have done or that you would like to do uh, after your... Um, meeting, encounter, hang out with the Coterie. Um, you encountered the White earlier in the yeah. evening. Uh, it, it had been feeding on some of your uh, protected cougars, perhaps. Yeah, I don't I don't think I have anything, like, specific that he would do. He talked to the, um, uh, what's the gang, the Hell... The Hellraisers. Hellraisers. Yeah. And I kind of realized after the fact that I'm pretty confident I took out whatever was doing it, but just like in case there were others, <laughs> I, I mentioned to them to you know keep their keep their ears open. Um, yeah, because I think like my understanding personally, and I assume uh, character understanding, whites just kind of happen; they're not like made. It's just a generally, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 someone who can't really handle uh, kindred existence, undead life, yeah, and so, their humanity just slips. They're very old, or it sometimes happens to to newly turned fledglings. They just yeah. can't handle the beast within them, and the beast takes over entirely. So I think unless there's like evidence of more, it just seems like a one-off thing. Um, <clears throat> so I was mostly just he was mostly just kind of. Keeping an eye on the place, because uh, I guess, like, his, the reason that Camarilla want him there is to, you know, be the muscle. So he was there in case anything, anything uh, popped off. And then I don't think anything did. I, obviously, I wasn't there for last session, but. Um, yeah. Yeah. Even then, I don't, I don't think anything popped off. Yeah. So probably, <laughs> like, uh, did the others leave at some point? Um, all but Eloise and Fox would have, and, and they've, um, at the hotel, so, as okay. expected. So if you would have lingered and waited for everyone else to kind of make their way out, um, you would find that they would have, as you would expect. Yeah, so I think after that I'd probably just head back to my, uh, um... To your cavern? Yeah. All right, and... You sink down to the bottom of the pool, deep underground, in the complete darkness, as you oh, feel the sun rise. I would, yes. um, uh, uh, for like my phone and the uh, thing of essential oils that I was given and anything else, like put in a little baggie under a rock outside mm -hmm. of the, the pool. <laughs> Yes, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so very good. Yeah, you leave those closer to the surface and dive and crawl, slither your way down to your 
resting place. Yeah, probably they're closed too now that I think about it, because that they degrade pretty quick if they're just sitting underwater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, so you stripped of all of your worldly possessions, sink down to the bottom of the pool, and drift into the day sleep. Mm-hmm. So make a rouse check for me for the next evening. Where is my sheet? And what is your hunger currently? At? I believe I'm at one because I managed to feed. Yeah. You did, yes. You managed to feed. That is a two, so I get hungrier. All right. So you wake up at hunger two, and the beast is immediately present in your mind, and you realize, Shep, that something is off. As you wake up at the bottom of the pool an hour before sunset, uh, I activate it, my. Uh, Eyes of the Beast, so I can see if there's anything down here. Yeah, you see perfectly clearly in the darkness um, as your eyes glow red from within. And you can immediately tell that there is more water in your pool this evening than there should be. This isn't something that's known to happen. Uh, generally, it stays pretty pretty stagnant. You don't really get a whole lot of rain in Arizona anyway. No. Well, I'll begin making my way up to where I usually emerge. Uh, obviously, as one of the undead, you have no fear of drowning in this water. Uh, but as you swim up to the surface, you do indeed find that it is much deeper than it should be. Are my... uh, and as go, I'm, I'm sorry. Please go ahead. Are uh, like, is it has it raised to the level where it's submerged all the stuff that I left? Uh, not not quite there okay. yet. Um, as as your surface up, uh, you see the little final like hole that you kind of crawl through, and water is absolutely just coursing through it. Um, heightened senses. Um, can I smell anything about it? Like, is it, does it smell like natural runoff or does it have the telltale sign of chlorine from city water? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So with your heightened senses active, roll for me your wits and your awareness and add your aspects to it. I guess I'm spending willpower already. Already. Well, I recovered the two I spent last time. All right, so that's two on the blood die. Let's see what I get on this reroll. Another two, so four total. Four successes. All right, so with that, you can smell that there is... <laughs> There's no chemical residue in this water whatsoever. This is natural ground, like spring water. Uh, and, and here in Arizona, that means it's coming from somewhere uh, probably pretty deep within the earth, being directed and, and rooted here, which is not something you've ever experienced before and it uh, seems, in this cave system. And it's, but it's coming down, so it's bubbling up and then working back down through the rocks. Um, it, it's unclear where it's, okay. it's specifically coming from and how it's it's been directed to you. 
here. Gotcha. Uh, but you can tell this is not water that's leaking from a reservoir. This is not rainwater. Yeah. Um, this is this is coming from within the ground itself. Hmm. And moving. All right. Um, well, then I'm going to make my way up to my usual exit and get, get my things. All right. Um, so as you're making your way up towards your usual exit, um, you are going to have to make a strength check against the rushing water as it is uh, oh. rushing up to sweep you away. It's actually coming through that. I see. Okay. Y yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, you can't tell how far up it goes, whether it hits where you left your stuff or if it's coming somewhere below that. Um, but somewhere in the little crannies and crevices where you crawl yourself to secure yourself for the day's sleep, uh, the water is rushing. Yeah. So that's uh, straight strength or strength and athletics? Strength. Uh, you're going to do your strength and athletics. Yeah. Fuck me. I'm rolling like garbage. Um, that's a two with a possible base bestial. All right. Um, so unfortunately, two is not going to be enough, and that bestial does mean that this will be a bestial failure. So as as you claw and and climb your way through the rushing water, getting up into the the cavern space, you you lose your grip, all of your finger strength, and it sweeps you back down uh, into the the water, um, into the the pool, uh, which is now very rapidly filling up towards the ceiling of of your sleep. In cave. All right. Um, I'm going to activate. And you realize in this moment, Shepard, that whatever is happening, you are not the only one here in these cave systems in danger. Over a year ago, your sire, Alma, went into voluntary torpor in a deeper level of these caverns. Mm. Well, okay. I mean, the water isn't in itself dangerous. No, uh, but it's it is potentially indicative of other threats in the area, whether they be natural shifts in the case, uh, or if this is some kind of man-made. Okay. Um, to get to whatever chamber she's in, do I need to go out my normal way, or is there a different route that's already submerged? So there's a different route that's already submerged. Um, it's it's kind of a deeper level than, than you even sleep in, right. uh, where she has chambered herself. But we're still going to have to make it out through the... There's only the one exit Yes, point. yeah. For, for your own security, there is only the one way that only you and Alma presumably know to get down into this level of the caves. Yeah. All right, um, then I'm going to start swimming. All right, so you start heading down. Here's a question, though. Like, torpid elders can only be raised by elder blood. So she is in a voluntary torpor. Uh, oh, and the rules okay. of torpor is if there's danger, or if there's uh, food nearby, the beast can sort of uh, awaken you as long as you're not... Um, well, I think even at, if you're if you're in no hunger, as long as there's food nearby. Mm. Um, so Alma, having the power of animal succulents from her animalism mastery, uh, would be able to feed on the creatures dwelling in these caves. So Alma, this evening, you sense that danger. Your elder beast is a bit more honed than your childer, 
And though you do not possess the humanity level to awaken before the sun goes down, the sense of danger and your own sheer undead willpower awakens you. You're hungry at first, the beast frenzies within you, but you're wise and you chambered yourself in a well-stocked cave as far as the wildlife that you tend to prefer to hunt. And they are no match for a superior predator such as yourself. And you are able to slake your hunger down to two. So set yourself at two hunger, please. Okay. All right. So in Alma, you awaken a bit prematurely for Torpor as the chamber that you are resting in is flooding very rapidly with water. Uh, you, you fed, you're back in control of your senses, but you realize that you're going to have to act now because it is very quickly, uh, the water level is very quickly rising. I guess Alma is going to be going to what's going on, and then just quickly try to find the exit. Mm -hmm. and so I'm going to a little bit put you on the spot because I want your collaborative, artistic um, choices in some of this. So you know a little bit about um, who Alma is, what time period she comes from, um, who yeah. she is. Gangrel, she's very feral, animalistic. She definitely has not kept up with modern times. She's very much a creature of the desert. Um, so would you make up, describe for us what Alma looks like? <laughs> I guess I should have thought about that quicker. But here, we, here we're going to do it. Whatever you say will be canon now. <laughs> I'm giving you a lot of power right now. <laughs> so I think... Hmm. Uh, I think Alma is going to have very long brown hair with... And I feel like Alma would be kind of petite in a way. Mm -hmm. um, I think she's like and, around like 20 years old. Uh, something like that. Like 1849 to 1869, I think were her, roughly her dates. Yep. Yep. 49. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, she was actually 20. Um, then I think she... She likes to keep herself well-dressed, um, but it's not like she goes too fancy or, like, you know, like that. But, like, at least she, she likes to keep herself clean, you know, like, uh, mm. get out there and whatever. Um, but maybe a bit dated. Oh, yes, of course. She, she hasn't let go that much of her past lives and her past tastes just because she changed. Um, she thinks that the bond, that the past life is a bond that cannot be broken. So she doesn't want to completely let go. Um, archaic, perhaps? The what, sorry? She is a, she's a bit archaic, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Yes, we can say that. Um, I feel like I'm way too on the spot on this, but we're gonna do it. Um, no, it's good. It's good. It's perfect. Uh, she 
in a way, I feel like with the years that have passed and she's a kindred, um, she has learned to be a little jealous of the human life and how they get to keep live these different stages in their life, but she is stuck in a way. Um, so she kind of like admires so them. Perhaps that's why, like as a as a gangrel, you've kind of embraced more your your feral and animalistic side. Mm-hmm. Um, and has a way of being like, well, this is all that's left of me. This is all that I can be in in this life. Like I will cling to this image of of myself as I was. Um, but this is what I am now. Um, so, and with that, uh, to your, your, go into your powers, um, shape change, knowing what we know about Shepard and his connection to cougars, is, is that perhaps your animal form? I like that, yes. Um, and then you also have the power of metamorphosis, which means you can turn into, generally it's, it's some kind of bird or um, winged creature. So what kind of bird do you think Alma turns into? It could be any type of bird. It could be any type of bird, but remember we are in the Arizona desert, so maybe a bird of prey of some kind. Hmm. The peregrine falcon. All right. All right. So you turn into a mountain lion and a peregrine falcon. Very good. All right. So Alma, you have awoken early from your torpor uh, to your chamber flooding with water. You've sated your hunger uh, as much as you can in these dire circumstances. What would you like to do now? Do can I exit this room? Can so I... you're going to you kind of like swim up. You find that the uh, the tunnel that you normally uh, would escape through is already submerged. Um, so you can indeed swim down into it, and after what seems to be a painfully long time crawling and scraping your way through these flooded tunnels, you encounter a blockage ahead of you in the form of your child, Shepard. <laughs> and Shepard, you indeed run into your sire, Alma, in, in the watery depths. Uh, you are submerged, so you probably can't really talk to each other at this point. Um, but she'd, she'd be, see the, the red glowing eyes in the darkness. Yeah, you would see, yeah, you would see the red glowing eyes in the darkness, Alma, and perhaps you'd activate your own eyes to the beast. I mean, I imagine you would have probably done that as yeah. you uh, awoke anyways. Literally zero light. <laughs> so it's like it's like red glowing eyes meets red glowing eyes in the, the dark, murky water. I feel like is, as Alma sees Shepard, I think she's going to be like, what in the... She's not talking, but her eyes are going to be like, um, Yeah, Shepard, like, treading water is going to give, like, a, a shrug uh, motion and then wave to follow him and begin swimming back the way you came. All right. So Shepard and Alma swim up back into Shepard's sleep chamber, find the very strong rushing water uh, has filled this chamber uh, to the ceiling of it, uh, and it's still a very strong current you'll have to swim against. 
So, um, Alma, would you like to attempt the swim? Yes, I'm trying to see my things. Um, it's your strength in your athletics, which I have a copy of the character sheet. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. So, roll for me your strength in your athletics, please. Uh, six. Six successes. All right, so Shepard, you were reminded the power of the elders mm. in this moment as what blew you back as though you were a child on a trampoline being catapulted back. I, I don't think that's a very good metaphor. You watch... Yeah, there we go. Hit by a fire hose. Much better. Um, as as you recall this experience and how utterly uh, helpless you felt uh, against the, the power of the power of the rushing water, you watch your Alma easily scale through it as though it were nothing to her at all. Alma, on your way back, are you are you going to attempt to help your child through? Yeah, I feel like. I would start swimming with no problem whatsoever, and then if I see him struggling a bit, I'm gonna be like, okay. <laughs> All right. So well, Shepard, make the roll for me again with a plus two modifier. Oh, okay. I I was gonna activate my feral weapons to use the claws. But... You can do that too, and that'll give you another. I'll give you another plus one if you want to do that. Okay. I do not get hungrier. If I don't make it on this, I'm gonna be. I know, right? <laughs> so many die right now. You've got to be fucking kidding me. What is it? Well, I'm going to spend another willpower. Okay. What did you get first, though? One success. One success. Out of one, two, three, four, five, six. Out of eight dice. Out of eight dice. No, no wow. bestial, but... Yeah, well, that's good at least. <laughs> God damn it. Two off the bat. All right. All three came up, so that's four successes. Okay, four successes is enough. Uh, so Alma kind of reaches back to, to help you. Her own body is kind of holding back some of the water for her strong, undead form. Uh, she clearly possesses a mastery of fortitude that you haven't dreamt of yet, uh, as, as her body seems to easily withstand the force and pressure of the water. Uh and she reaches back to help you, and you get the idea to, to pop your claws and, and use those for leverage. So she helps you at first, but she sees that you've got it uh, after a moment. And you are able to claw your way up out of the submerged areas of the tunnel together. And Shepard, you do indeed find that your things are safely dry. Uh, the flooding all occurred below where you left. Uh, your possessions. So there's no sign of water rushing in at this point? No, no. You climb above it, you're out of it, uh, and you are waterlogged, very wet, but dry, in on dry land, at least. In a dark cave. Hmm. <sighs> <sighs> Um, I've got a question. What does yes. Alma prefer to be called? <clears throat> yes, what does Alma prefer to be called by her childer? 
Ooh, hold on. <laughs> My first instinct was to say, like, either Alma or just ma'am. But I don't know. Ma'am works. Ma'am, ma'am is pretty good. It's, like, respectful, but in a way contemporary, you know, not as not as gaudy, something like mistress or something like that. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that's... that's what I... I I, uh, Shep did refer to um, Eloise as ma'am when he left her. So that could be a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like ma'am. Mm. Apologies, ma'am. I'm not sure what's happening here. Oh, sweet child of mine, if you needed me, you could have just woken me up. No need to flood my entire room. Ha <laughs> ha. I can assure you this was not any of my doing. But it appears to be natural. Now, how did you get here? Um... What? Like, why did you come here? Did you need me for something? I spend the day sleep here. I have always done this. Oh. Oh, well. I may have forgotten. <laughs> Silly me. Uh, how, how long would it have been since she torpored herself? Uh, a little over a year. She would have kind okay. of given you your instructions to kind of get in with the Camarilla. You got yourself a position with uh, this coterie, and she kind of said, I'm going to peace out for a little while. Okay. I'll see you when I see you. So it, it, not like a super long time. Or anything like that. No, 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 no. Okay. A little over a year, maybe a year and a half. All right. Well, um, I'm going to gather my things and get dressed. Um. Mm. We should uh, search the surrounding area, see if we can find where this water's coming from. Yes, I agree. Uh, did you notice anything strange? Mm, not, not that would cause this. There have been strange events as of late, but I don't see how they could be related. Hmm. Well, if someone is targeting us, we need to figure that out soon. Mm, I don't think this was done by anyone. But this shouldn't happen, not here. Should we spread around, spread mm. out, and figure to see if we notice something out of the ordinary? I think, yes. Um, be careful, my child. Um, let's, so quick question, um, yes. th this place, 
Um, how is the outside? Like, so you were in uh, the foothills of mountains in the Sonoran Desert. So it's it's all desert surrounding you. Yeah, it's all um, basically Phoenix just... would be the nearest city. Okay. But there's no there's no forest. It's just scrub brushes mm -hmm. everywhere yes. and, and yeah. rocky hills that lead mm -hmm. to even rockier mountains. But yeah, there's mm -hmm. like no no real cover. Yeah. Oh, so maybe I can turn into a bird and go up and see if I see notice anything. Mm. Yeah, maybe that's what I'll do. I'll say to Shepard, uh, be careful out there. Let's meet in five to ten minutes. Well, if you go high, you can always call. I'll hear it from a great distance. That was good. All right. So you make your way out of the caves and turn into a falcon. So that is going to be a rouse check to use your metamorphosis ability. Okay. All right. And you shift into your bird form. <clears throat> and take flight, uh, taking in the surrounding area. And then while Alma is doing this, Shepard, what is your intention? I am going to, with my heightened senses, um, put my ear to the ground and see if I can mm -hmm. sense the vibrations of the water and see if I can pinpoint a direction. All right, yeah, very good. So uh, roll for me your wits and your awareness plus your aspects. Actually, I think for this one it's going to be wits and survival plus aspects. Survival mm -hmm. seems to make more sense here. That is less dice, okay. <laughs> All right, <laughs> uh, so that's one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Two. Two is unfortunately not yeah. going to be enough. I'm not burning any more power on. Really can't tell where the water is coming from or going, other than looking at the the flow of the current. Uh, but the sound of it, it just sounds like rushing water. It's just cacophony to you. All right, then I guess I'm just going to start um, concentric circling out from the mouth of the cave to see if I find anything on the ground that gives me any indication of what might right. be happening. Um, so Shepard and Alma, you're both going to roll me uh, your wits and awareness, and I'll give you both a plus one to that roll. Is that on top of the heightened senses? Or that yes, is yeah, on top, of the, on top of the heightened senses, yeah. That's better, four. Four. All right. With a possible bestial on deck. And then, I'm sorry, what was... You what said you plus one. Yes, plus one to the roll. Okay, I got... I got five. 
Jesus. <laughs> okay, so five successes and four successes. Um, <laughs> so Alma, you spot it just slightly first, just slightly first. You've, you've known this area, this desert for a very long time. Uh, you know it very well. And in the foothills, kind of tucked away in, in a place where ordinarily it would not be noticed, there appears to be a new cave mouth. Uh, not very large, not very noticeable, uh, but there seems to be some a new formation. Um, and do I see Shepard? Uh, yes, so Shepard, you would you would notice this um, a second, a beat after Alma sees it from the sky. Um, I'm gonna cock or whatever the button does. <laughs> <laughs> Should get a falcon soundboard. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I'll look up, and you'd probably be able to see the two red eyes looking up your way and in acknowledgement and then I'm going to start heading in that direction. Yeah, I'll, I'll fly with it too. All right. Um, and I have one question for you, Shep, before we continue with this. What is Shepard's full Christian legal name? <laughs> Oh Jesus! Um, he's he's something. He's he's got a bit of infamy. He's he's sort of known, at least from his mortal days. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think I have that on my sheet. Uh, don't let's say. That. Let's say. Let's say Shepherd is his last name. Mm -hmm. Um. Llewellyn. Llewellyn Shepard. Yep. Very good. I like that. I like that a lot. All right. So, Shepard, you proceed on towards the cave. Alma, you're flying in as well. Is that right? Are you Are you going to transform back into your uh, kindred form when you land, or are you going to maintain your... Okay. So... All right, so Alma and Shepard together enter the cave. Would my feral is... weapons still be up, or has that scene passed? Uh, that, that would have passed. Okay. Um, so, so you would be back to um, regular, regular hands at this point. Um, if you wanted to activate them again, you could. Um, not yet, not yet. We'll see what's okay. what first. All right. So as you're entering the cave, Shepard, roll for me your wits and awareness. I've still got heightened senses up though. Almost a crit. It's only three. Three is enough. You can smell it on the air hmm. as soon as you enter the cave. There's deeper in here somewhere, there's fresh vegetation growing somehow. Underground. Underground. Okay. This 
do you, do you smell that? How is that possible? Something, something's at work here. And I don't know what. Um, can I also activate my heightened senses and then walk a little faster towards where that, that might oh, yeah. be? Yeah, so Alma, you would also smell the, the vegetation, uh, the fresh plant growth. Uh, it has a certain aroma to it that is very rare here in the desert. So like, continue forward. it's not like native plant. It's like it smells. Else. I'll say this: it smells verdant. Okay, deeper in the yeah. cave. I, uh, and as you as you proceed, uh, go ahead, Alma. I was gonna say that as as I'm approaching, and I probably see it right. So it's kind of like, what? I'm gonna turn to Shepherd and say, I've only been gone. A year and a half. Well, we don't know what we've seen yet. <laughs> <laughs> so what what you see as you as you kind of venture further into the cave um, is indeed uh, lush growing vegetation. Uh, it looks almost downright tropical in here. There are uh, vines, bushes with with beautifully colored flowers. Uh, there are even trees growing. This this is a very large cave space, but there is no light in here at all. No light. No light. I thought you said that we saw roses, and then that's why I started asking. I was like, oh, there we go. <laughs> I see. <laughs> okay, sorry. Ignore that. So, is it like? Is it like a glade in the cave, or is it surrounding yes. a pool of water, or is it just on um, the ground? So yeah, it is surrounding a, a pool of water. Here in, in a desert like this, you might call it an oasis, except it's underground. Hmm. Strange. This, uh, and to my knowledge, this cave did not exist before tonight. Right, yes, yeah. This was not here last night. You're saying this just appeared? Based on the water, it appeared tonight. Um, is the Is the water in here still, or is it flowing? Um, it's, it's flowing, uh, you can see there's, there's actually a very beautiful in the darkness, uh, waterfall that has formed out and is flowing into the pool, and the pool seems to itself be flowing somewhere deep within the caves. And is this cave, um, the, the mouth of this cave that we entered, is it at a higher elevation than the cave that we... Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, yes, it's... Well, I think we've found our source... No, we just need to figure out what this is. Um, any 
sign of animals or is it just plants? It is just plants. Do we see any other like exits or? So it's it's a little bit harder to see the base because it is very uh, very full of vegetation. Um, it's it's almost like a jungle in here um, as you're making your way through. This is a very large cave space that's formed. There's a, a massive uh, pool. There's the rushing water of the waterfall. Uh, but you kind of have to push yourself through the the vines and the underbrush uh, to be able to make your way through the space. But the the passageway that we walked through to get to this. Uh, larger was area. was just cave was just rocky looked like it was it was all part of this natural okay. like like an Arizona cave and then it just suddenly opens up into a cavern of lush jungle. This reminds me of the movie Ice Age when they found the like the alternate or, like the jungle part. <laughs> <laughs> um, looking up towards the the ceiling, I guess. I don't know what you would call it. Mm -hmm. uh, what's anything going on there or just... Yeah, you see more of the, the vines kind of growing up over the rocky walls of the cavern, over the rocky ceiling. Um, and like I said, there are even uh, trees growing in here. Mm. Can I... Are we... Can I get close to the water and try to maybe step in? But not go too far. Just like, you know, when you dip your feet yeah, yeah. So you, so Alma, you approach the water. Shepard, what are you doing? Are any of the trees or plants um, carrying fruit? Uh, yes, yes. You find uh, as you're making your way through the the vegetation, um, Shepard, you find what appears to be uh, a little bit more of a. a maintained area of this garden hmm. uh it's it's it seems almost cleared not in like it's a, a been cut it's it's almost like the plants have kind of naturally sculpted themselves around this circle this little uh grove perhaps that you found and in the middle of this grove grows an apple tree shit <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> yeah, so Alma, as you're kind of dipping your feet into the water, it's very cool, it's very clear, it, it seems very pure. Uh, you hear the voice of your child, Shepherd, call out, Ma'am. Yes, child. What is it? Did you find anything? I did. It appears... I probably closer to where he is, if I can. Something one might call biblical. What are you talking about, Shepard? I assume when you come through the, the foliage to meet me, you yeah, see it. Yeah, as you come through the foliage, you see it. It's a, it's a small circular grove within the jungle. Uh... It seems the, the plants have kind of been shaped around this area, and there is a single apple tree growing, uh, in fact, even bearing fruit right in the center of the circle. So I was <clears throat> thinking about 
seeing if I could find some fruit and trying it. You know, this doesn't seem natural, but I'm not sure I want to fuck with this. Do you think maybe we should take it, take something? I'm no nodist, but from what I understand, our kind is, well, uh, the stories in the old book. Um, Alma's going to look around, and maybe Alma will have a look that is kind of like, am I still being an interpreter, or like, is this actually real, like, <laughs> I mean, if you would like me to try, I will do so, but I don't know what may happen. I will not put one of my child children in danger that way. Although we can have someone else try. Um, is there someone you had in mind? I can get someone. Um, hold on. Can we just get one of the humans to try it? Make them aware of what's here? Or take one get. with us? Sorry, what? Or take, and I point to the tree, take one with us. That's what I think. Yeah, we can take maybe two. Why not? All right. Um, I'm going to walk up yeah, to go, the tree. Go ahead, please. Uh, and before I, like, pluck an apple, I'm just going to put my hand on it for a second. And wait a beat. So as, as you were reaching out, even before you wait the beat... Uh, uh, Shepard, you hear it first. Alma, you hear it right after. What sounds like one approaching very softly, very soft footsteps, but whistling a tune that neither of you know precisely, but it has something of a very old Celtic or perhaps Gaelic air to it. Do we see anyone, or we just hear? So, if if you have no other reaction other than to to wait for the person to come, um, right. then you would see. I think I would suggest that we hide, though, like at least at least hide for a bit to see who comes in, instead of just being out in the open. I guess that's what I asked Pepper to do. Well, um, you, I'll, I'll remind you that, uh, or I'll remind you, Alma, that you are there. Um, you might take advice from your child there, but you're the one who says what to do. 
So Alma, what do you think you and Shepard should do? Um, <clears throat> okay, let's, yeah, I'd say that to move behind the tree in a way that we can still see who comes in, um, but we're not like exposed. No, I'll just withdraw into the nearest foliage. All right, I guess attempt to hide. <laughs> so that's going to be, be yeah. your stealth, please. What in stealth? Oh, wits and stealth. Wits and stealth. Oh, not great. Three. One. <laughs> One success and three successes. Um, all right. So here is what happens. You duck around behind the tree, hiding as much as you can. Um, are you? Here's my question. Are you trying to hide behind the apple tree? Because it's no, kind of alone. No, no. Okay. I'm you're, you're off to the side. Going okay. back to the very, edge. Very good. Yeah. And are you together hiding, or are you like on opposite sides? Like, where do you position yourselves around the circus? Well, so I assume when we see... You know the direction that the whistling is coming right. from. Right. Um, we both entered this clearing together, but then I approached the tree, so I was in the middle. Um, well, okay, I'm sorry. The, the pool of water is not in this grove area. It's it's in the very center of the whole jungle, and it's like a very large, almost like pond or lake. Right, but what I'm saying is, to get to the tree, I'm no longer next to Alma. Right, yes, yes, yes. So, yeah. Alma, So you I guys assume, came in to the, the clearing, into the grove from directions. Yeah, and then I approached the center, because I was going up to the mm -hmm. tree, and yes. I'm going to yeah, duck yeah. in the bushes away from where okay. the whistling's coming from. Whether that's back okay. towards her or in a different direction. All right. Yeah, and, and I feel so. like I was a little bit not close to him, so maybe if he's going behind the tree to the bushes, maybe I'm going to the side of the okay. tree. You know. All right. Very good. Short so answer: here. We're not together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so you move to kind of separate areas around uh, the circle, hiding yourselves uh, on the sidelines, as it were, away from where the whistling is coming from. And moments later, you see coming through the dense underbrush a the slight figure of a woman. It looks like a young woman. You can see her with your... Uh, do you, have, uh, you still have your eyes of the beast, right? Yeah. Like, it's, you, you it's wouldn't pitch. be able to see it all if you didn't. Yeah, you said it was pitch black in here, so yeah. Yeah, um, so you do have a slight glow um, to your eyes, uh, and you can perfectly clearly see this, this young woman uh, dressed all in black velvet, a black velvet dress, very um, modern looking, but very uh, kind of chic and refined uh, in a way, and she is effortlessly shouldering over, uh, shouldering um, a, a load which you quickly assess to be a corpse, and not a fresh corpse. Uh, this one's been in the ground for a while. But a human corpse. A human corpse, yeah. And uh, and as she enters the grove, she lays it at the base of the tree, kind of props him up with his back against it. And as she stands and straightens herself from, from setting down her burden, she looks over and 
your direction, Shepard, not exactly seeing you because you are obscured, but your eyes are perhaps giving you away just a little bit, as mm -hmm. are all us. But she chooses to address you first. Ah, a visitor to my garden. Please, step forward and introduce yourself. All right, so Shepard, you have been addressed by the mystery woman yep. who has uh, approached the tree and dropped the body at uh, its trunk. Well, she's looking my direction, so I'm going to slowly come out um, into the into the edge of the open area. You can call me Shepherd. I've stalked these hills for some time. You and your garden are new arrivals. She immediately quirks her eyebrow in interest when you say the name Shepherd. And you notice in this moment that her the irises of her eyes are solid black. And she seems to see you just as clearly as you see her. Shepherd, you wouldn't be the Llewellyn Shepherd, would you? Who's asking? I am... Siobhan. Spell the traditional the Irish way. <laughs> yes, yes. <clears throat> I am Siobhan of the Bahari at your service. And she, she does speak to you. Do I recognize that name? Or is that something that Alma would not know? Um, so Alma, you when, as this is happening, uh, what are you doing? She did. She did use the plural. Uh, she did use yourselves. Um, do you step forward, or do you wait and see how things play out with Shepherd first? I actually okay. Before I answer that, I have a question. Uh, yes. Another one. Um, when it comes to like sires, are they protective of their kid, like? Children are so they? That's that's really dependent on the sire. Um, some of them are very protective. Some of them are overly protective. Um, some of them sire just as a means to an end, uh, using their childer as pawns in the um, endless uh, feuds of immortal existence. Did you have an idea of how Alma wanted? To uh, I didn't have an idea. Um, uh, you. This is this is your character. This is your sire. You kind of um, came up with her her a uh, little bit. Uh, did you have any notions towards that? Yeah, your relationship um, with. Well, my my kind of thoughts with her um, was that, uh, and I, I I don't know what's on the character sheet that that you've been given, but like kind of my thoughts was, um, obviously she had been kindred for much longer. Gangrel so tied with nature. I think that that was part of her human life as well, whether like mm -hmm. she was a native or just, uh, uh, you know, a frontiers woman who did a lot of um, living off the land. But um, basically, the the reason for siring 
Shepard was uh, his kind of passion borderline uh, zealotry with which he was going after um, people who were disrupting the ecosystem and specifically the, the mountain lion population and wanted him to basically uh, be a champion to her cause. Emma, you are the uh, queen mountain lion in these parts, as it were. So I guess like if, if Shepard gave like a lot of dedication and a lot of like, uh... Uh, and I'll, I'll say this, you know, to kind of inform your um, feelings a little bit. Um, I think Alma trusted Shepard enough to choose to go into torpor near his haven rather than any of her other childer. She's, she's old enough. She probably very certainly has some other childer out there. Um, but she chose and trusted Shepard to kind of guard her resting place above anyone else. Yeah. Okay. 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 So then let's say that as soon as Shepard steps out, um, and then this, uh, individual, um, says the shepherd uh, Alma is going to make her presence now and known and then walk towards Shepard's direction. Like around the edge of the clearing or straight through? Mm hmm Like if it's a circle, right? And then you're on one side, I'm going to like slowly approach, but like following the circle. Mm -hmm. um, and getting back to her response, uh, are the Bahari um, anything I'd be aware of? Or Shepard? Obviously, I'm, I know what they are. But would Shepard be um, aware of them? So I think that would be an occult check for that. So that's going to be your intelligence plus your occult. See if you've ever heard of them. Should I do that too or not? Do I? Does uh, I have Alma, you definitely heard. Um, okay. And I'll one. I'll let you decide what your one you never heard. Um, that that name is meaningless to you. But <laughs> Alma, um, you've you've been around long enough. You're you're an Ancilla. Uh, you've been a, you've seen a, a couple of centuries of life, and you've um, you've had some dealings. Um, you know, the Bihari are uh, sort of a cult of uh, kindred. They don't consider themselves kindred. They have their own term. Um, actually, to know the terms and things like that, I think you do need to make an occult check. Um, so roll for me your intelligence plus your cult. See how much you know about them. Oh, that's a pretty bad one, but we'll try it. <laughs> okay. Gangrel, not known for their intelligence. Three? Three actually is enough uh, to know at least these, these kind of cursory detail. Um, so you would know uh, the Bahari believe that um, it's, it's kind of probably unclear to you the specifics, but that Lilith is the more central figure of, of vampire mythology, more so than Cain. Uh, they, they kind of honor her. They call her the Dark Mother. 
Um, and they kind of have a reputation um, in some circles for almost like a, a taking like righteous vengeance. Um, they tend to embrace from um, people who have uh, had abusive situations in their lives, suffered like, physical abuse or other, you know, uh, traumatic losses and things like that, and they kind of give them, empower them to to take vengeance and to right those wrongs. Certainly, the Bahari would call it justice, uh, but justice and vengeance are a fine line. And beyond that, they have a deep connection to uh, the, the natural world and specifically to plant life. Uh, they are known to tend gardens, and they can work wonders with uh, with flora. Okay. I will keep quiet because I want to see what else, like what the color conversation was first before I intervene. Ah, and our other guest makes herself known. Greetings. Welcome to my garden. I am Siobhan. And she'll extend a, a, a hand to you, like a dainty hand, like like to shake. Um, not to kiss, not to like kiss the ring or anything like that, but she's she's a ladylike hand to you. I glance towards um, Alma to see if she's like, go ahead or no. Does she extend it to you or to me? To Alma. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I misinterpreted that because I was to talking to her. <laughs> Okay, yeah. And your name? Yeah. Alma. Welcome to my garden, Alma. And what brings the two of you explorers here this evening? You woke us up. Uh, I'm, she seems a bit taken aback by this, a bit surprised. I, I'm sorry, uh, in what way did uh, my dealings tonight awaken you? Uh, are we in um, visual? Can we see the pool from where we are, or is it? Um, it from here, it would be obscured by the, the um, jungle mm. surrounding. Then I just gesture back towards it. Mm wherever you brought that water up from. It's disrupted the natural flow of things. Well, surely you recognize a miracle when you see it. The Dark Mother has blessed this place. There's a bounty of miracles outside of this cave. These don't belong here. Oh, they very much do belong here. Shepard, don't you see that we are aiming for the same goal, the protection of the natural world? This is a miracle. This garden is a gift from Lilith herself. Mm. I'm going to hold my tongue for the moment, but Shepard's feeling is these plants in this place is an affront to nature. Hmm. And Alma, how are you reacting to the conversation? I'm actually, I feel like Alma would 
uh, try to sense how Shepard is feeling and go from there. Um, if, if Alma sense that you kind of like held back an answer, um, I think she would turn, uh, wait, what was the name again? She, she, Siobhan. Siobhan. Um, uh, so you mind explaining why here? I cannot explain the ways of the Dark Mother entirely. She has chosen to bless this place, and I am her servant here, and she will again kind of curtsy to the book. What is that you have over there? And I motion to the corpse that she just brought back here. A devotation to the Dark Mother. Mm, not fresh. Not my kill, stolen from the local graveyard. Stolen? Yes. I need not his blood, you see. Come, bear witness to the miracle, the Dark One. And she will kind of gesture for you to drive her around the... Yeah. Sorry, around the what? Around the apple tree. Mm. Again, I'm going to look. I'm going to look at Shepard. <laughs> I'm going to look at Alma. <laughs> You're the boss here. <laughs> I just... Is this going to be... Uh, hold on. Because <laughs> my first instinct was to stop it. To be like, ah... No, you're disruptive. So Alma, I'll say this with with sort of your your vibe, you might have, and and also being a woman yourself and being from the time period you're from, you might have a more favorable look of the Bahari because they do tend to take vengeance against uh, men who abuse women and things like that. They're they're they have a reputation for that, uh, certainly so than than even the the plant and nature thing. That's just kind of one of their side things. They tend these gardens that tend to be um, like wondrous gardens. Okay, so then when Shepard and I look at each other, I'm just going to smile, and I'm going to say, "Let's move to the side." So not to the tree. Well, did. She tell us to go, or just to yeah. Stay? She 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 beckoned for you to follow her and witness the oh. miracles of the Dark Mother. Okay, then I just smile and follow her. Yes, and I'll fall in behind Alma. All right. So you join Siobhan around the tree. She takes her position before the dead body. And she began, began chant what sound like prayers in a language that neither of you know, because neither of you know Gaelic, right? All right. <laughs> so she begins to chant prayers in Gaelic. Um, and as she does so, 
the roots of the tree and the, the trunk and body of the tree itself begins to envelop the corpse. Uh, she has placed a, a fresh, one of the fresh apples of the trees in the corpse's mouth, and she has produced a rotten apple. And she holds it up as she chants her prayers, and she puts the rotten apple for her own mouth, biting into it with her fang. And as the roots and trunk of the tree rapidly swallow and envelop the body, you see what appears, it, it almost seems like she is drinking from the apple. Uh, you see what appears to be liquid coursing down her throat, the outline of it stretching her esophagus. And within moments, the body is entirely gone. She removes the rotten apple from her own mouth and drops it to the ground. We need not hunt for our hunger when we are close to the Dark Mother. She sustains us. Quick question before we get into it with her. Um, yes. Just some small details. When the the tr when the roots consume the corpse, do they spread out and the tree roots get bigger, or do they draw the corpse in? They draw the corpse in. So she's she's propped the corpse up against it, so they don't have far to go. Mm -hmm. um, but as she begins to chant these these uh, prayers to Lilith, uh, the tree itself, the roots spring up out of the ground and quickly envelop the body. Interesting. That's a trick. I would expect with your reputation, Mr. Shepard, that you would be a skeptic to these things. But the Dark Mother brought you here for a reason tonight. You can say it was a flood, but who brought the flood? So you did not summon this place forth yourself? I have labored hard for many centuries in the Dark Mother's service, and my work has been rooted. Um, I, I don't understand. This cave was not here a night ago. A cave was here. It was merely hidden. This, this jungle, this forest here, was not here. This is the miracle. The Dark Mother has opened the cave. She's allowed the Garden of the Sands to flourish. An oasis here. So you're saying this Dark Mother brought the flood over to us to bring us here? If that is her will and how she works her miracles, it is beyond my knowing. Um. Okay. Um. 
so she finished the ritual or like yeah the the thing and uh and are like any rotten apples again or is it just the way that it was does it seem like yeah she she produced from from her own person the rotten apple she didn't pluck a tree and it mystically rotted like she she produced a rotten apple as part of the ritual and she Uh, she plucked a fresh apple from the tree and put it into the mouth of the corpse and that got absorbed into the tree as well yes and somehow it made the rotten apple produce blood presumably presumably yeah you saw no blood in her mouth but she was drinking something she was drinking something from the rotten apple these are dark magics. All magics of our kind are dark, my young friend. Not something our kind. And I nod towards Alma. Tend to dabble with. Yes. You merely subvert the will of the beasts themselves. Is that much nobler? What's your intention here with this garden? Tend my garden in peace. Contemplate on the words of the Dark Mother and her revelations. feed off corpses. As the Dark Mother provides. Um, Alma is going to turn to Shepard. Any more questions, my child? I think I believe it's time for us to go. And I am going to. Um, quick question before we do anything. Um, (laughs) so I'm in with the Camarilla on my sire's behalf. Is the Camarilla aware that she is here? That your sire is here? Right. Uh, no. Her presence here could bring unwanted attention to these hills. We've been left alone. Because there's nothing up here to raise questions. You're saying that's me? Yeah. Oh, was like, sorry. <laughs> um, I agree. So the just the more distance we take from here, the better for me. So we vacate our home. Well, what else do you want to do? Do you want to stay? Our home get flooded again? I don't know. Thing, whatever. 
kind of look over towards Siobhan and narrow my eyes, but say, very well, ma'am. Nice to meet you. Have a wonderful... She will extend her hand again to you, Alma. Uh, Do you take it? Do I take it? I feel like out of courtesy, yeah, I will. But can it be quick? Yeah, I want it to be quick. It's like a poop, that's it. Um, like right, a yeah, curt, so curt shake. Yeah, <laughs> one. That's it. Um, yeah, she will. She will accept the quick shake from you, Alma. A pleasure to meet you this evening, Shepard. I do hope we get better acquainted in the future. I think you'll find our aims are more aligned than believed. I look up and around at the canopy and back at her. I suppose we'll see. She'll give you a very polite smile and a nod, as you say. And then I guess we make our way for the exit. Yeah, I think as as we're moving to the exit, I feel like I would tell Shepard, if only we could take one of those apples. Mm. I have no idea what that was. I mean, at least it was clean, defeating, I guess. Oh. What's the point? It's a little messed up. I suppose, but I guess I don't really hunt, hunt. If I want to hunt, I hunt animals. So, yeah, I guess it doesn't offend me. Um, I think once we've exited the cave back out into the open Mm -hmm. desert, Um, I'm just going to kind of lean down and say, uh, what do you want to do about this? We need to learn a little bit more about the, we cannot go in blindly next time. I'm concerned she doesn't appear to be someone who avoids the city. And if the prince gets wind of an uninvited guest in these hills, we're not far from there. If she goes into the city, maybe he's to go to any cemetery. You saw the corpse. Yes, but The prince has eyes everywhere. And who says this dark mother doesn't help in a way? (sighs) 
books and stories. I, they're all nonsense. This, and I gesture out to, like, the hills. This is all that matters. This is what's real. That. And I kind of uh, gesture my head back to the opening of the cave. That's an abomination. It's a perversion of nature. Do you think she's alone or others are around? I'm going to take a moment and listen real hard. <laughs> you you didn't hear anyone else. You didn't get that anyone was else, else was in the cave when you were um, there. You, you guys were kind of searching around. It seems like uh, Siobhan was alone. I think she's alone, but she did say she's been preparing for this for centuries. Now she's the only one who's been preparing for this. I have... We have no way of knowing how strong she is until it's too late. But if you say we wait and watch and learn, then that is what I will do. Going in without knowing what we're up against is a big mistake. Yes, ma'am. So our room is kind of underwater right now. Well, mine always is. You said mine always is? Yeah. It's not so bad. I mean, you're dead most of the time you're underwater. Well then, what do you suggest we do? How do we figure out this whole situation? Who can we talk to? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm still not quite accepted in the coterie that I'm involved with. I don't know that I would trust them with this yet. Perhaps in time. Again, anything I tell them could make its way back to the prince. There's no one in your quitter that you can trust. Not with your life, no. Um, how am I going to, like, nod at that? It's like, yeah, I get it. Um, mm. 
No one knows where I am, right? Mm. No. So if we were to go to the city, I would need to not look like me? Why would you want to go to that place? Well, we said we are going to find information, right? The information is just not going to get to us. Well, I don't know that anyone there would know who you are. But that in and of itself raises questions. Strange kindred wandering into town. As your child suggests the Zomba, you realize that he is perhaps right. It is best for you to operate from the shadows. Send your child to gather the information. You will sort it out and decide what to do with it. Okay. Um, uh, okay, my child. Get the information. I'll wait here. I'll only come find you if danger is near. Do you intend to re-enter your slumber or remain active? I'll remain active in case you need me. Very well. I will see what I can sniff out. Wonderful. Also be careful. We don't know. We don't know anything. Mysteries abound these nights. All right. A strange encounter now behind you and a mystery ahead of you. Shep, you know probably the first and best place to go is the Hotel Bella Marte to check in with your coterie. Maybe not to bring them all of the information all at once, but at least to start probing, finding out who you need to talk to to find out mm -hmm. what you need to find out. Uh, and it is still fairly early in the evening, so you can perhaps catch them. Certainly, at the very least, Eloise will be manning the desk, as she always is. And Alma, do you intend to return to the caves? Uh, submerged though they may be, the threat is past. Uh, you know, there's, there's um, at the very least, you know, if you can trust that you're not openly hostile with, uh, with Siobhan and that she seems to, to want some kind of alliance at the very least, perhaps, um, do you intend to re-enter the cave? Uh, I, I Essentially your haven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I will point out, she doesn't know where your caves are specifically. She just knows that water passed through them. You know, doesn't uh, seem to have a up. doesn't seem to have a good grasp of natural geological formations. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. I go back to ours and just wait there. All right. So uh, heading back to, back to, to um, Shepherd. Mm. 
portion you mean like not further down to you were saying sorry what um you're going back to shepherd's cave not not the further level down okay no, so yeah. Al alma as you as you re-enter the cave you find the the sound of the running water more distant than it was and the parts of the the caves are still flooded and submerged making your way back down is is much easier and you find that it does seem to be filtering out to somewhere uh, this massive amount of water that had previously flooded through only a few hours before uh, only a couple of hours before perhaps because um, you guys did some scouting you, you had to find a way out of the tunnels and things yeah. like that so let's say it's been like maybe two to three hours <clears throat> of your evening uh, all together by the time you've returned and you find already the water levels receding. Hmm. Uh, it seems at this rate, by the end of the night, it'll be a little, little damp, a little flooded in places, but largely the way you left it. And as the waters recede, as you're making your way down, you see right there on a rock, and like a rocky outcropping on the edge of Shepherd's Pool. An apple. Fuck, I knew it. God damn it. And that's where we're going to end our story for the evening.